0: Right, got I've your got syllabus. JK, are, are you,
1: you ready, ready Joe?
0: I'm as ready as ready, Breck.
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> ready as ready, kind of warm and stodgy. Yeah. Welcome to Conversations on Karate, I'm Sue,
2: I'm Greg, and we're joined once again by Mr Ken Knight of Ken Food, oh no wait, it's Joe Andrews. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys, alright? We're good. Well, thank you. I'm speaking for Sue. Sue seems good. Good. Thank you for having me back. I am good. Anytime. Anytime. Sue's sporting her Karate Unity t-shirt courtesy of chris hansen i have thank you chris
1: i have that's right i have i've been doing that wearing this this morning it's looking very good it says relentless on the back which i think is amazing
2: yeah she's worn it for three weeks and she hasn't washed it once yet
1: yeah that's right
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't done one of these for a while have we, disgusting.
1: See? we haven't so we're going to catch up
2: We're We're going to catch
1: up on what is going on with us and karate and all the current stuff, basically.
2: Current events. News of the world. News of the world. News of the world, yeah. Should we start with the UFC?
1: Why not? Let's start with UFC, definitely.
2: So we've got coming up next week, everyone's favourite Irishman is, (laughs) is fighting Dustin Poirier again.
1: I know. It's going to be like, something, isn't it?
2: I, I I, can't call it. I don't know what's going to happen.
1: No. No, but it's going to be something.
2: I think it's going to be a good fight, yeah. Yeah. I don't like Conor McGregor, but I like Dustin Poirier, and I, I want Dustin to win. But I also think it would be kind of cool if Conor won, because mm-hmm. things are quite exciting when he's about, aren't they?
1: They are, they're very exciting when he's about, isn't it? He is, he's dramatic, he's confident, he's cocky, he's, he's got so much skill He does it's, it's going to be an interesting one to watch It will just, I think just that, it will just be a really good one to watch, yeah
2: Yeah, for sure we, have, we, have we spoke about Izzy?
1: No, oh, he, go ahead, talk about Izzy So
2: he, 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 he beat up for five rounds, Marvin Vittori, poor guy I mean he he didn't really have a chance did he bless
1: him He didn't he didn't he he couldn't get away He, he was took... he was throwing everything he could at him and Izzy was just like pretending to cry and then
2: <laughs> Yeah that must be the worst you're trying your absolute best to like put somebody down and they're just mocking you while they beat you up
1: Yeah that must be the worst, but here's another one who's he's, um, cocky in a different way, but he, they're, just so, they're just good to watch though, aren't they? They're yeah. good to watch. They're technically so good. They're interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, technically Izzy is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've been watching actually The Ultimate Fighter. Have you been watching The Ultimate Fighter? No. It's come back. Um, it's really good, actually. Alexander Volkanovsky and Brian Ortega are the two coaches. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. So if you haven't watched it, try and, right. find it and watch it. It's good. Okay. Very good. We'll do. Uh, should we talk about the karate we'll do. world? Do it, Joe. Should we should we bring up something controversial? Oh, shall we? Go on then. Um, should we talk about the KGB? Should we? Should we? I mean, things, things seem to be falling apart over there a little bit.
0: Yeah, I can't help but feel like it is. Mm. But I think the traditional world does have uh, the,
2: the, the eye on it, doesn't it? It does. It does, yeah. Think, so who's left the KGB in recent months? Well... The
0: first, the first big name I remember was Bob Rhodes. Bob Rhodes, yeah. That was, that was last year, I think, and that that surprised me. And it was ever since then I've heard more and more names. Mm. It wasn't necessarily if they were celebrities, but there was a lot of people that were that were joining. Not Utah celebrities like us. No, of course not. No, not not no. like you two. That's a no, different. Like us. Yeah, exactly. But of course the big the the, the big go-to association
2: at the moment's the HDKI, isn't it? Apparently so, yeah, the HDKI. The High Definition Karate Institute. That's right. No idea what it actually means. I've I got, just made that. up. I got one of them in the back of my TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A- HDMI Karate.
0: <laughs> but no, that they're, they're they're the they're the hot association to go to aren't they they are the hot stuff for karate world they're the they're the, I've had a look at their website they they effectively describe themselves as the sort of middle ground that's my words the middle grounds of karate so the the they're, they're traditionalists but with modern implementation okay so it's not left wing it's not right wing it's somewhere in the middle i'm not sure how much uh reality there is to that the the the, 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 gradings might be exactly the same the syllabus might be exactly the same it looks fairly similar it looks Mm. fairly similar but who knows but i mean the the jka and the kgb being under turmoil i mean that is not old news There's nothing new is it
2: there's always something going on
0: i mean even even if you for 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 the historians out there you look back and see what the jka was like even in in its inception it's been a pretty rocky journey from from jka england and britain all the way to the 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 split it's always been it's always been a little bit um rocky it has it has indeed and when it all happens at the top, that doesn't create a lot of uh, confidence for those
2: below, does it? No, it does not. Hmm. Any other news, Sue? Any other news we're
1: missing? Um, no. I wanted to know: uh, Do you watch a thing called Karate Combat? I have watched it some of it. It's
2: um, Baz Rutan's big in it, like he's he's a commentator on that. I think George Saint Pierre's <laughs> joined up with him now as well.
1: Yeah, George Saint Pierre's in it, and I keep seeing it coming up. Um, they've got a, a new season starting. They like go and fight in the pit. And, I love um,
2: that. I love the pit. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. So
1: I've I've seen a few um a few bits of it. I've yet to sit down and watch it all properly, to be honest with you. But um, it's very. It, it seemed all right. It seemed like fairly full on. It wasn't. It's not sport karate, is it? It's not. Um, it,
2: it's... It, it's basically just somewhere for karate people to fight, so it's it's full contact. There's throw, well, there's there's basically everything but groundwork. So I think if you're on the ground, you get thirty seconds before you get stood up again. Okay. So if you put someone on the ground, I think you can finish them, but if you don't finish them, you get stood back up again. But yeah, there's some some great, great fighters in there. I haven't watched it enough to really know any of the fighters or anything but yeah it looks good
1: yeah oh that's all right then well i'm gonna i'm gonna carry on watching that i'll get i'll get into that i'll watch some and i let you know mm. what it's like yeah but you know so other news then what else is going on i mean there's big news in our club isn't there because what have you been working on
2: uh well what have we been working not a lot really have we joe nothing no, more... I, I, I don't know what she's on about no i don't know um, <laughs> no, we're hard at work at the new syllabus.
0: Oh, only the greatest syllabus ever made.
2: <laughs> Something like that. That's the actual official name it's on the front cover. The well, what's the f- official name it's the Super Ultra
0: Mega Intergalactic Syllabus. Yeah, that's it. Is the running title. We had we added Intergalactic at the end when once we had a review of it and realised it's it's worthy of the title.
2: Yeah. So for first Dan, you basically you have to go find Elon Musk and get him to take you to Mars. That's yeah. the intergalactic part. Yeah. Pretty accurate.
1: That's to qualify as a first Dan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Any questions? <laughs>
0: Any questions? <laughs> so, so the 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 main agenda of this syllabus was to was if it's worth studying and it's worth practicing and it's useful and it's practical then it should be in the syllabus yeah in a in a in a very small nutshell
2: yeah we kind of it's taken a while isn't it we 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 kind of set it out as we want self defense done early not done but we want it covered early so that if someone does one grading at least they've got some kind of knowledge and skill. And then we really wanted the the Dan gradings to be more about the person grading, not about kind of throwing a load of stuff at them and shouting at them and Yeah. yeah. We wanted it to yeah. be your karate.
0: Yeah, we've we've replaced basic training with fundamental training. Hmm. And we've replaced stamina and endurance with useful. Yeah, that's pretty a pretty rough explanation, but yeah, that's basically what we've done. We've taken what grading syllabus has been like historically, and said, is this is this actually an exam on your on your ability to perform karate, uh, defend yourself? Or even to articulate karate, or is it just is it is it endurance? Is it taking basic karate, making it harder, and then doing it in front of a panel to achieve a high grade? Now, mm. now I can only speak on behalf of myself, but having been there and done it, when you're when you're in it, when you're when you're in that. Environment, you know, you, you you don't look at what you're doing. You look at the belt you're going for, and you you assume that this is what's required. Mm. And it's only it's only when you take the time to look at see what everybody else is doing, and they're not their, their syllabus isn't harder. It's different. That's the thing to mention. It. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to take away that a traditional grading is hard. I just think that. Taking something and making it harder by either adding more techniques or fighting more people or even doing a labelled a a high-grade kata doesn't necessarily mean that you should hold the mantle of a high grade. That's probably controversial to say that, but there's a lot of uh, material being taught out there. That is, I use the word useful quite bluntly mm. in, the, in the sense that there's, there's there are many things you can learn in karate that are good for you, but you cannot, you should not categorize it as self-defense. 100%. And, and it would be wrong of you to do so. And it would be uh, building up hope in people that that at a certain grade you know grades represent something once you get to a certain grade it might be even be sort of first dan level i'd like to think that one of my first dans if they needed to could be able to competently defend themselves i use the word competently so if you've got somebody that is competent in Kihon, Kata and, and Kumite bearing in mind Kihon Waza is solo training Kata is performance karate and Kumite is formal choreographed sparring is there enough in there to be able to defend yourself on the street
2: no no not at all yeah not at all. I've turned around on the self-defence thing recently. We spoke about this the other day, didn't we? I, I, I see a lot of the, <clears throat> the reality-based groups going the same way as the 3K stuff in terms of teaching things that really aren't not, not, not useful, but I just think is that necessary. Now, I'm going to be fair.
0: Because there's probably there might be some traditionalists listening now and going, "No, hang on a minute. We do pad work. We do bunkai. We do ground work. Yeah, okay, great. Why That's is wonderful. it? Why is it not in the syllabus?" Yeah, because the syllabus is not only something that you should be examined on, but it's also a template to learn from. No different than any curriculum in school. Exactly. So if, it, if it's good enough. If it's useful enough and fundamental enough to practice in a dojo why why is it not in the syllabus Hmm. and and before anybody starts thinking of a syllabus as um as a a, as a piece of treasure that's or a a, like a like a constitution that you have to stick to because that's what the what the founders made well i mean that was that was a very long time ago. We need to move on. Every, everything else does. Everything yeah. else is everything else is progressive. It gets to a point where things have to change. So why why be traditional for the sake of being traditional? You know, we're we, we're learning. We're learning new things. We're we're adapting or we're adopting um, new and exciting skills. So why why does the syllabus have to
2: be sacred? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's just—it's a, a strange. Yeah, it's just a weird thing that, that the karate world has. Is is everything? It's, it's again, it's tradition, isn't it? It's based, you know, nothing must change, and I think it's been bred since kind of the early days of the JKA. It's that Japanese culture, isn't it? And that's nothing against Japanese culture. Is you just don't question things. And We've heard that before, and we see it from people who live in Japan. That's just the way it is. You don't. Yeah you you don't question you just you just do what you're told essentially um,
0: but, you, but you've had guests on your on on this on this podcast that have been able to to, podcast, to yeah. ov- obviously quoted, quoted quoted um you've had guests on here that have talked about karate from the perspective of someone that lived in japan mm-hmm. which yeah we don't we don't know that you know, I didn't have a Japanese instructor. I didn't train with many Japanese instructors, but there are people out there that not only have trained with lots of them, but they actually spent time in Japan, so they they have a stronger opinion on the subject.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think the difference as well is is Japanese karate and Okinawan karate is a big difference. I think that a lot of the Okinawan organisations do not have the same issues that the Japanese... Because we talk specifically from a Shotokan perspective, and I think Shotokan is notoriously the worst for this kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, a lot of the Okinawan groups don't seem to have the same issues in terms of... It's, it's very more laid back, I think, in terms of the way you learn and the I think, you know the syllabus you do. It's much more informal, it feels like. Whereas counts very drill sergeantly, isn't it? Yeah. Very militaristic. I think what inspired
0: me about the association that we're in is they talked about changing the syllabus every year as if it was standard practice, and it is. They do change it every year. And you you can't help but ask why, and they say, well... I'm the teacher, so I have to, as a teacher, I have to update my own uh, training. So I'm a st- I'm a student and a teacher. Mm-hmm. If I if I only teach what I know, my students will only know what I know. So if I go out there and I learn new material, I tr- I train it in my own time to the point where I become competent at it. I can start then teaching that material. So would it be selfish to learn new material as a, as a teacher but not teach it yeah so by that logic it would make sense to then adapt the syllabus to what you teach every time you learn something new becomes new teaching material add it to the syllabus should you change your syllabus literally every year formally no if it doesn't need to
2: so there's and enough you, material. You change it, it when you it. need to, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you might you might do a couple of gradients and go, well that really doesn't work. Yeah. That bit does not work. Let's get rid of it and replace it with something that does work. Yeah. Um which we will inevitably do, I'm sure. But isn't that life? Isn't that life? That's what the people say. Is
0: it you know you taking something, making it better? You know, where 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 is the where's the good stuff? Let's get some feedback and let's modify it, and then over time you 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 get better and better. The syllabus gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Should,
2: Should we I, dive into it? Shall we? Shall we? Now I've got here. I've got in front of me again. This is not for everyone listening. I love. Well, we love to bash the JKA. We're not going to do that. This is a comparison that I have in front of me, just so we can kind of com- we can kind of talk through. Your stand, I say standard. I know everyone's is different, but a standard traditional show Can syllabus and what we've kind of adjusted and made changes to, so people can kind of see the difference. This is Sue's first time seeing this as well.
1: I know I'm very excited. It's
2: like the
0: Ark of the Covenant. Yeah
1: is it gonna, really that special wow we're gonna
0: we're gonna tell you a bit about it and then your eyes are gonna fall out of your head and
2: yeah, it's gonna be horrifying <laughs> so should we um shall we just do the first grading to start with maybe a middle grading and then a, the down grading
0: just yeah should we, uh, should we do white then sort of purple purple and white then go to first dan how does that work yeah yeah that works that works. Just give, just give you a flavour. <laughs> What's
2: your flavour? <laughs> <clears throat> OK, so. From 10th queue to 9th queue, is that where we're going here? Yes. We didn't include a 10th queue grading. Um, I know a lot of places do. I've done it in the past. But we did not. It just used to be kind of like an introductory grading. Um... Black a mon, tag. mon grading, they call it. Oh, I've never heard that, mon.
0: Yeah, it's a mon grading, which is like, uh, I think, I mean, roughly explained, it's like a half grading. Okay, that makes sense. Our, our old club used to do it as well, the club oh, yeah. I used to be in did a, we didn't call it a mon grading, but we did like a, a tag grading. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did, yeah. Yeah, so you did, uh, Kihomwaza, Kata on the Count and no kumite
2: yeah that was basically the same
0: but it was it was more or less done for for young children so sort of under under maybe nine-year-olds yeah
2: we are we are doing a kid syllabus by the way this is not this is kind of the general syllabus that we're going to talk about we are working on a variation but we won't go into that right so, should, do you want to set it off, Jay? Should we, do, you to, do you want to just talk about what we've got? Yeah, do you want me to kind of roughly run through this? Yeah, roughly run through it. Okay, so for every
0: grading, we've we've got categories and subcategories. Um, so the category categories are kihon, kata, kumite. And then we've got one at the bottom called theory. So theory is going to cover... Um, uh self-defense and self-protection strategies and and some basic law then you've got um it starts with basic japanese history and then there'll be some uh terminology like counting one to ten that kind of material so we're always trying to make sure that every belt we do covers those things you're covering everything you need to know so it's not all about history um so under yeah, at Kihon we have Kihon Waza and Padwork. Then at Kihon Waza we got jab, so demonstrating a basic jab, a basic cross, and a basic My Gary front kick. Uh then you go on to pad work, which is effectively taking that material, using on focus mitts and kick shields, and then going through some um thirty second rounds of competently performing some jabs and crosses. Then we go on to kata. So we have in our syllabus, we have required kata and chosen kata later on. We'll, we'll explain that in a bit. So here the required kata is kihon kata. I know um, I've had this conversation with people before about whether kihon is a kata or not, or whether it's um, relevant or if it's useful. I, th- In my experience, the amount of people that I've taught that have little to no coordination. Kion is a very good kata, and then he and Shodan becomes a very good stepping on kata. So it's just okay. We're going to take that. We're going to add a couple more moves. I like that transition. So we decided to keep Kion kata in. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to Kumite. So under Kumite we've got bunkai, giu uh, ipon Kumite gumi and live drills so there's there's a lot of inspiration from this syllabus from from other people's um material so uh bunkai so uh we start off by asking people to perform bunkai from kata just to get just to start giving people some perspective um So we've got set drills and custom drills, so we'll ask people to demonstrate drills that we have given them to do, which are applications that are correct, they're not up for interpretation, they are standard practiced bunkai. and then we have, we give them the option to demonstrate whichever one they want, Q upon Kumite, so at this point this is formal, we're still in the phase of formal Kumite, so this is jab, cross and my Gary, so we've, We've replaced um, your sort Oizuki, Jodan and Chudan and Migari, and made it more close contact with jabs and crosses. And we're also taking away the linear, traditional kind of Kumite where we go backwards and forwards. This is this is promoting people to move side to side, um, so it's a little more fluid. Uh, tegumi for for those that maybe don't know what tegumi is the the uh, is demonstrative practice of karate so it's taking a principle or an exercise and doing this on a compliant partner to show your skills so we have mount escape and guard pass on on this uh, on this uh, page live drills so playing around with. Uh, again, playing around with principles. So this is someone that is less compliant. So we've got uh playing for grips, so freestyle clinch and grip drills. We've got self-defense um drill where someone will one of us will appear out of nowhere and
2: um put this pre- shit pre- out of
1: the candidate, <laughs> right, I was, to- I was just thinking you're there, just kind of trying to concentrate on going and step punch all of a sudden Wah! just hide behind the <laughs> wall like i'm
0: ready i'm ready. running uh, at you <laughs> i try i was trying to think of a, of a diplomatic way of explaining that one but well, yeah we,
2: let's we, go with, for those who don't we, we took this I, well, <laughs> We didn't take it we we got inspiration from andy allen's uh thing on this back along didn't we yeah and we, we were did watching yeah. <clears throat> watching one of his YouTube videos where he was going through a grading and and at some point during the grading, someone will come up with a focus mitt and start role playing a self-defense situation. And then the person has to assess that situation and decide the best course of action to take. Yeah. So we thought for every grade, that is a good thing to have in.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm interested to see how people react to this one at, at this level.
2: And it's fun for us because we can come up with different scenarios to put people in.
0: Now that was the major thing I learned not to sidetrack too much, but that's the major thing I learned from being in an association like ours. It was, it was being on a, I was on a panel with Ian Abenefi one time and he, he got up from the table and put his focus mitts on and started being the pad holder. And now I, I, as someone that came from a traditional association, I was looking and thinking, what's he doing? And then he came down, he, he, he came back to the table and explained to me, he said, you'll never get a true representation of someone's ability to hit a folksmith until you are the pad holder. I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because it's all of good seeing it, but you've got to feel it. Mm. And if, you, if you're if you competent as a pad holder, you can move around. You can You can shout commands and you can put the focus it where it needs to be and that that was a massive eye-opener for me i i i'm i was from those days we have to sit on the table say nothing and be impartial not you know not give any feedback yeah this, the, is, this is yeah bring and the eyebrow and
1: and you do do that joe and having been in your grading this yes, is it is disconcerting to say the least
2: <laughs> so, so I'm glad. When well, now just it's even more eyebrow. disconcerting because at some point one of us is going to run over to you and start shouting and screaming. So I think that's going to be a very interesting. I point. did.
1: I did anyway. think to myself though that you know that one um, that one thing that you could do you know if you did think to yourself I oh, is a scary looking so and so coming at me in the middle of my grading, how would you score them if they ditched everything, legged it to the corner of the room and called the cops? <laughs> I It's a legitimate self-defense technique.
2: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If that's the if that's the appropriate action, then that's the appropriate action. Again, it's, it's, it's 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 that's a good that's a valid valid uh, escape.
1: Yeah,
2: ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For
0: slithering out I'm of there. I'm a That yeah, and then the last bit of that. Live drill section, so learning how to parry,
2: yeah, which is which is something and...
0: which is something that I think uh, traditional cracker really don't know how to do.
2: Well, it comes to so, so the the idea is again is is the GU kumite like you said is is the formal drilling of learning to block and get out of the way of those. <laughs> basic strikes from Kihon and then this is just kind of putting it into a bit more freestyle someone's not trying to take your head off but they're actually they're not just doing it in a basic way they're still throwing punches at you for you to block and parry and yeah move your head and stuff yeah yeah and then the theory is so
0: like I was saying earlier there's there's three categories of which this theory belongs to and we have questions like so okay useful information like what's one to ten in japanese you might you, you're very likely going to need that in the dojo if you if you're like me you like counting in japanese um then you got questions like what is the name given to room or place of practice i mean that's that's useful to know and then the first um combative slash law question which is actually a very very important question which is what greg was saying earlier about getting Useful information in first. The first question is: Is striking first legal in the UK? I think that's a that's a very very important question, isn't it?
2: For martial artists, absolutely. Yeah. The the idea behind it is giving people the knowledge so that they effectively don't need to worry about it if they're in that situation. You know, if 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 you know, I'm justified in striking first, preemptively striking someone if the situation warrants it, that worry of should I strike, should I not strike, should I wait for this person, it kind of effectively goes away. Yeah. Um, and again, that part ties into the live drill of the self-defense drill, because it could be a scenario we give them where they need to strike first, and that will kind of test them on that. Mm. And it will show us, you, you know, if they're not justified in striking first, we'll tell them that. Probably shouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah. That's that's always been a very confusing concept, isn't it? We've always been taught never strike first, wait for the attack to come in to to block and counter.
2: It comes, to, from, to it then comes you got, from that um karate ni quote from Funakoshi, which is notoriously misinterpreted. Yeah. Um and you know, I'm not what is like, it? There's no there's no first, no first attack in there's karate. There's no first attack in karate. And people think take that to mean you should never strike first. And that's not what it means. Funakoshi even flat out says you should in one of his books. He says, you know, he says I'll, I'll paraphrase, something like, if there's no avenue of escape available um, for the first time, the use of self-defense tactics need to be considered. And at this point, attack them. He doesn't, he doesn't say, you know, wait for them to attack you and then counter. He says, attack them into a vital point as hard as you can and then make an escape. Yeah. So, so, it's not even up for debate. Um, also, in um, in Karate Do Taikan is a book by Genwa Nakasone from 1938. Mario McKenna actually translated it, um, and I've got it up says it's a really good book. Um, Nakasone breaks down. Each one of those principles in detail. So he, he lists Funakoshi's principles and then he goes into detail about what they mean. And he he consulted with Funakoshi back and forth about this. And under that one, he writes that. You know, this is commonly considered to mean this. It doesn't, it, it says some, something like, again, I'm paraphrasing that you know it would be ridiculous to assume that if you were in a situation where you needed to attack, that you would wait to be attacked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's you know, it's a misinterpreted idea of karate that we must wait to be attacked before you can be attacked
0: and then you got cobra kai of which that's their slogan the the, mm. oppo- the opposing argument but it's, uh, it's explained in such a ferocious way that makes it sound like the hitting first is not a good idea okay i know it's i know it's to a lot of people it's fictitious. For a lot of people it's it's a it's a religion. But it's <laughs> it's it's it, it's, it you, you you wouldn't be able to use that you wouldn't be able to use that um in the context of of Cobra Kai being a merciless karate club. No. So that that probably in the karate world didn't help either is that striking striking first is bad because it's merciless and striking second is peaceful and it's it's uh it's creating awareness and having an understanding of the situation where i don't think either are correct i think like i mean you said it perfectly it's it's assessing the situation and knowing if if, if it's a situation you can't escape or you believe i'm trying to Quote Lee Sims as much as I can now. If you believe in your best judgment that you are, you are, or anybody else is in harm, then you can apply the first strike with reasonable and necessary force. I think that was very good, wasn't it? That was yeah, that was very yeah, well done. Yeah, thank, thank you.
2: You've achieved your ninth cue. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that is exactly right. And again, the reasonable and justifiable force is. Is the force required for you to make an effective escape? Yeah, you know, if you hit someone first and then stamp on their head and do a, you know a twenty-five move cutter on their face, it is that's not reasonable force. <laughs> that is excessive and just ridiculous. You know, but if you if you hit someone enough to give you an opportunity to get some distance, you know, like you were saying, so you get to a place where you can call the police or something, then that is that's justifiable what we got to remember
0: is that we're not samurai living living in a rural part of japan where we we didn't have the watchful eyes of, of others other than those on our side or our enemies you know, these days we have cctv we have witnesses mm-hmm we have everyone's bi- filming we have, it with their phone we have mobile phones we have bystanders this, this this from from my days of working the doors this happens more often than you think it's people that walk halfway in to something that's been going on for a while and they draw a conclusion only on what they've seen that mm-hmm. happens all the time they so a silly example you're getting The snot being at you by some guy, you find an advantage where you can then take over the situation and then you start being able to apply self-defense strategies. Somebody walks in, all they see is you doing the attacking. They immediately assume that it's you. Happens all the time. And that's when things start getting sticky. Then that person starts yeah. coming in and saying, "Get off them! You had not done nothing. So you, you, you didn't see it." And then yeah, that, that done makes
2: nothing, that, mate. Get off! Yeah, what you're
0: doing. But the problem You've is, they, nothing they, wrong. But they, but they, but they make the situation worse. Yeah, then Because then the they start, they start painting a picture. Because we're not, we're, don't, we're not talking about the fight. We're talking about the way the fight's been perceived. So that person is shouting and screaming. That's making everybody think that the good guy is actually the bad guy yeah it makes everything very complicated so we have to we you have to be very very careful about how you conduct yourself in a fight. i know i know i this is something i'm quite passionate about is that if there's a problem you have to do half the half the work to get the problem sorted in most cases you'll have to do all the work and this, this is something I don't think people are willing to do. I'm, I'm not going to expand this into current affairs, but um, if, there's, if there's a, I don't want to use an example, but if there's, if there's a, a, a scenario or, or a, a current affairs problem where people are going, oh, you, the government need to do something about this. It's like, well, no, there's actually stuff that you can do. I know it's not your fault. I know it affects you, but you can do half the work as well. Yes, something needs to be done about the people that are causing the problems and the people that are making the rules need to do something about it. But as the person that's facing the problem, you, you can do some of the work. You don't have to be an armchair warrior and just expect everything to change. Yeah. Yeah. So there is, I mean, just, just going and learning martial arts. That's a perfect example. Of what I'm talking about is, is taking responsibility and saying, well, I can learn how to defend myself in, in the, cause that, that would be an argument, wouldn't it? I could sit here now and say, well, I don't need to learn martial arts. I shouldn't be attacked in the first place. So, well, yeah, but that's incredibly, um, uh, lacking of
2: responsibility. Yeah, and it's also a very narrow-minded view of martial arts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, if, if all you're getting from this is again why I have a problem with some of these reality-based, not necessarily karate, I'm not talking about karate in general, I'm talking about martial arts in general, where you see like poor Bob the dummy being fucking absolutely smashed and having his ears bitten off by people drilling self-defense tactics. And it goes back to that reasonable force thing. That's far from reasonable for a start. And if that's your view, if that's all you're getting from martial arts is just, what if someone attacks me one day? I'm going to beat the shit out of them. That's you're missing out on a lot. Yeah. What martial arts has to offer, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Like we said before, we, Ian said, this doesn't take forty years to learn how to punch someone in the face. Yeah, you know what I mean, it, it exactly. doesn't. Um. So you know. That's a, a very narrow-minded view of martial arts. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah,
0: so there, I think that there is a responsibility of a karate teacher or a martial arts teacher to not only teach you how to defend yourself, but it is very important to teach you how to conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you can go from being the innocent bystander
2: to being the assailant very, very quickly. Yeah, it's again, it's all about perception. Like you said, you, you nailed it. If you have to defend yourself in court, you need to think about that, you know, that, that your actions may need to be justified in court to somebody, somebody else who only saw it in passing. If, if someone who's a witness only saw you hitting someone and running away, they didn't see the build-up to it, like you said, you are, in their eyes, the bad guy.
0: What we got to remember is you can go to prison just through accusation. Yeah. If you you get enough people coming forward and saying I saw I saw him do this or I saw her do that, that might be enough to get you prosecuted. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'd. I need. I would need somebody here to that is a that is a, a law expert to to confirm that. But I mean, historically, we've heard of that. You don't need. You might not even need CCTV. You just need enough people to come forward and say what happened. So you gotta, you, you got to use body language, you got to use certain words, you got you got to say that, look, let's talk about this. Let's, you know, I'll buy you a drink. Let's let's just calm down. You, you know, we're, we always taught don't hold your come eye with your fist closed. Hold your come eye with hands open facing them. That's saying, I don't want any trouble, mate. Let's, let's talk about this. I'll just come out for a drink. If you start saying, you know, come on then and inviting violence... You you might not necessarily be the worst person in that scenario, but you're certainly going to be on their level. It's it's very easy again. It's
2: it's a lot of martial artists. I mean, sometimes myself included in this, it's very hard to differentiate sometimes between self defence and fighting. Yes. You know, it it, it very quickly. You know, if your first responses come on, then, for example, that's no longer self defence. That. you cannot claim self-defense there because you you just because you've said the wrong thing you might not you might be in the right completely in that situation but you've said the wrong thing and you have not done everything in your power to escape the situation yeah do you know what i mean so you need to do everything that's okay
0: that's that's a verbal representation of how you feel about the situation
2: yeah, well, it's also verbal consent to a fight. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah come on, a,
0: then. A, come a, on, then. It's like a verbal contract, isn't it? It's like, yeah let's, yeah,
2: let's go on. Let's do this. There's a big difference between me being attacked from behind while I'm getting in the car, to me and someone else saying, "All right, let's go into the car park and have a fight to settle this." Yeah, it's a big difference.
0: Well, if you worked at the nightclub that I did, where it was on it was on a main road, and there was there was. There was an opportunity to leave that way. There was an opportunity to leave that way on a main road, public public road. You have many many opportunities to escape. So mm-hmm. uh, come on then. I mean, you know exactly what you're doing. I know it's I I know it's very easy to do. It's very easy to uh, to go alpha. Yeah. Situation, yeah. especially especially when you've had a couple to drink. Maybe maybe. Just- you know, someone knocked your drink over or maybe you're trying to dance with the same girl. Yeah. I, I, I believe alcohol reverts people back to their animal state.
2: hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Just, just, just from my observation of, um, work in the doors and it's all, it's then about trying to be the, the dominant one being, being the alpha. And it's very, it's very, very easy to revert to your to that state and to say things like, Come on then, or let's have it, or let's settle this outside. Very, very easy to do. But you mm. can't do it but you can't do it. It's that that's I'd often say that's probably one of the toughest things about self defense is, of course trying, it is. To, it's, it's, trying to maintain trying to maintain that you are the good guy. Yeah. And it's just checking your ego. Yeah, well. yeah.
2: Yeah. because you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, Joe. I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day, and he spoke about this. He goes, you do not know. He's like, violence is the worst. He's like, it's all very well, you know, fighting in a cage or fighting in a ring. That's fine. You don't know who's out there. You, you don't know who's in front of you at the time. You haven't been able to study hours of footage of them fighting in a cage to know what they can and can't do. You just don't know. So why risk it? Why risk it to look good for your mates? Do you know what I mean? And just avoid someone saying, "Oh, you got scared and ran off" or whatever. It's just not worth it. Never worth it. And that reverts
0: back to the alpha point I was making. Yeah. If you're if you're worried about what your mates are thinking, or yeah. you're worried about what everyone else is thinking, or maybe that girl that I was talking about, that she's watching and she's wondering what's going on. Your mindset is is misplaced mm-hmm. if that's what you're thinking about yeah
2: we, we sidestepped slightly we did we sidestepped let's sidestep back uh, so that was the ninth cue now there's a lot in there which was on purpose because like we've just said we want a lot covered if someone's only with us for six months or a year we want them to get as much out of that as they possibly can now, again, this isn't to bash anything else. This is a comparison. So, the ninth cue I have in front of me here for the JKA is just Kihonwaza. And it's Oyazuki, Agiyuki, Sotoyuki, and Maigeri. That's it. That's the grading. Which, for me personally, th- 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 there's nothing in that. You know, um, it's all done from Sadachi. My Gary is done from from the Gaydan, the the Kakewake double Gaibanbarai style, which I've never liked. It, yeah, I think in, in comparison, if if someone was, you know, just done one grading in that syllabus, they are not going to leave with any valuable skill. Would you agree?
0: I can't think of any other way to say it other than the way I'm going to say it now which is it's okay if there's a means to an end but in this case I don't think there is the, mean, the, yeah. mean, the means to an end is an extended version of said syllabus
2: yeah well if we, if we scroll down so that's ninth queue here if I scroll down to I don't know 4th queue yeah Pur- purple and white belt for us right yep yeah. um, instead of four kihon wazas you now have eight so you have oyazuki Agiuki gyakazuki sotuki gyakazuki uchuki gyakazuki the, 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 i love this one this is the quintessential shotokan basic here uh, shuto into a nukate yep yeah. Stab someone in the stomach with your fingers and pull their ribs out like in the big boss. <laughs> uh, my Gary, uh, Kiagi Gary, and Kokomi Gary. And then you have avocata, which is He and Yondan. And then we've got Kihon, Ippon, Kumite, uh, uh, Joe down left and right, Chudan left and right, My Gary, and Kokomi. Now that's fourth Q. Like mm-hmm. you said, all that is is essentially an extended version of the first one. Yeah. <laughs> And again, I don't see what what value towards anything other than aesthetics and achieving the Shotokan look in air quotes. Yeah. That gives you.
0: The best example I can think of to explain this issue is we did i don't know if, I don't know if you guys did this as well but it was a long a long combination of sotoki so Sotuuki, step across Np and kibadachi yeah 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 yeah, was, yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah then yeah. you did yeah. then you did a Racken. then you yeah. step step back across into a statue and did yakazuki yeah And then you did a get yeah now there's two arguments to that well not two arguments there could be two purposes to that exercise some people could say that's bunkai or or that's a or that's a single exercise of bunkai i would argue okay if it is why does it take five six seven gradings to add a move and add a move and add a move to end up at that all for the sake of learning one application that you haven't even used on
2: anybody yet the thing is right This is uh, everything in that syllabus that I've just read. Can be directly applicable. 100% you know, um, let's let's go through it so. where am I? Here we go. So an agayuki You cover the head and you throw a counter. Use that all the time. It might not be. The very traditional way of Using the hikite, this, you know, that way. But in terms of parrying, bridging, and throwing a counter, easily applicable. Same with the soto uki. Just parrying across this way is a soto uki. Yeah, uchi uki coming on the outside this way, we do all the time. Yeah. And throwing a punch. It's all directly applicable. My Gary is, speaks for itself, so do the other kicks. But when it comes down to it, it's not applied in that way, you know. For me, bunkai doesn't need to be, you know. Let's look at what could this, you know. Sometimes, if it looks like a duck, you know, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. That old chestnut. You know what I yeah. mean? You know, if 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 it looks like a block and a counter, it's a block and a counter. It just needs to be applied in the right way. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I don't see why it's not. Even that one of of covering with an elbow, you know, that's a very you know. If someone throws a a jab and you parry it across with this way like in a soto, it doesn't take much to from where your arm is there to fire an elbow. You know, in the same way, it doesn't take much to grab that with the hikite and fire an elbow up. Why that needs to be left until first cue in here, and then not taught is beyond me. baffling joseph is baffling
0: i think i think i think you've you you've made the right point is it's it's teaching it might be teaching the right material for the wrong reason or teaching the right material at the wrong at the wrong grade or which is a lot of my issue is dragging out something that doesn't need dragging out yeah 100 percent yeah or teaching a, teaching a combination that a white belt could do.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, again, you know, someone from that group could come and say, well, we like to keep it simple because simple is effective. Simple is what works. Fine. I agree 100%. Then show me how it works.
0: Yeah. Add some context. Context is everything. We, we, we do we, – we we're applied karate. What does applied? I get asked this all the time with um, new students. They go, "What's applied karate?" I said, "Well, it's like normal karate, but it's used on a partner. So it's it's like normal karate, but there's a lot less of it is solo training, and a lot more of it is partner. It's saying, it's saying you go to a dojo, and there's other people." there for the same reason trying to practice the same thing why would you
2: spend that whole class doing solo training it's insane can, to me i mean how you many could, times you could you, do that at home that's how the many point times that's... have you heard of a boxing gym called applied boxing We don't need to exactly but i guarantee you everyone who the, the reason they ask that question what's applied means, is because in their eyes karate is a martial art or well, obviously you're going to partner up with someone to do some of course you are yeah
0: now but, I, but and I agree you do i do agree that bringing somebody but we use boxing as an example so to bring a brand new student into a boxing ring and putting them straight up against somebody for oh, a, for a, for a bout, yeah, yeah, yeah. no you can't do yeah, that definitely not so but you do need to hit something you yeah hitting thin air is that, that like i have my opinion on this is that uh, you do you do need to learn th- to hit thin air, but then it gets to a point where you don't need to anymore. It's Everything to, has its place. You need to hit something. It doesn't have to be a person. And I'd certainly say with things like karate or things like boxing, when you're learning about not just where to hit, but hitting with what, especially with karate having a few more techniques than boxing, you can't just teach somebody how to do a, a, a Show and then get them to hit somebody with you You have to learn what it feels like if you've never hit something before you have to learn what hitting something feels like without breaking the law yeah so hit focus mitt you know it can take it it's that's what it's designed to do you you learn how how hard your application of a technique is so that when you come to pair up with somebody with a real person you're a lot more conscious of it so yeah. that, that, so in our syllabus we were very careful how he did this, where we 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 have Kihon Waza and Padwork next to each other. And then it gets to a point where the Kihon Waza is taken out. Now, some people might listen to this and argue and say, why well, have Kihon Waza at all? I know there's some people on, the, on the, the the other side that would say, definitely, there's no need for Kihon Waza. Now, I, I would disagree. There is a place for it. hmm what i'm saying I agree. is what i'm saying is there is there isn't a place at the beginning for for applying this to a person yet unless you're doing something nice and formal like bunkai or giuibon kumite so we have to consider that they're brand new they don't know how to how to do applied karate so kihon waza is is important but it must be practiced alongside pad work
2: yeah i agree 100%. Do you want to briefly run through the, the fourth queue to compare to what we've just done? I will briefly... Just give us a brief.
0: So I went through that in some detail, didn't I? So let's go through... Which one did you say, sorry? The fourth queue. Fourth queue. So fifth to fourth Q. Yes. So... Yeah, okay. So at this point, so I think... I think I'm right in saying this is the last. Yes, this is the last grading we do that has kihon waza in it. Yeah. So this has several combos. So it's taking your jabs, your crosses, your mygares. There's a lot of stepping back and stepping forwards with these. So we've created some useful combinations. Useful being not the one word. Uh-huh. To, to create some kihon waza there. The pad work is taking all of those combos. And stick it on focus mitts and shields. So again we're taking the solo training, the taking away the worrying about hitting something and just focusing on the technique, technique very important. Technique in, uh, in improves self-awareness of of said practice. Then we've got the required kata which he and godan, I don't know if I said before but when you do a kata you have to explain what the kata means and what we're talking about, our name is that adds to the the theory side of, yeah, yeah. of practice Then we got uh kumite which is split into uh, like i said before bunkai Jiu uh, upon kumite so we haven't uh i think on this yeah on this grade we maybe it was a couple of two or three grades ago we introduced giu kumite so this is the last i think this is one of that's one of the last syllabuses that has Gu uh, ipon Kumite before we fully transition into into just gu. So we do gu and gu ipon in this one, but in this one the gu ipon Kumite is said no sen. So for anyone doesn't know what that means, uh, said no sen is literally literally means taking the initiative sooner. So it's blocking blocking and countering at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's learning how to be aware of something before it happens and being able to. Uh, pre-meditate a response then you've got your tagumi so we have got standing guillotine rear naked choke so um, this is something that um, Greg and I have been talking a lot about recently about the difference between um, strangulation and choking so understanding what each um, neck manoeuvre would do and I think that's very very important I don't think there's enough um focus on how to deal with the neck um live drills so we've got ground grappling so there's uh, one one gra- uh, ground grappling for submission and one ground grappling for advantage uh and then we got we were talking about self defense drills earlier so that's in there as well uh Jiu kumite which is So there's lots of themes with these as we go through each grade. So again, it's not just a harder version of the one before. This one is strike and clinch, which. So it's 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 you kumite, but it's creating uh, restrictions for this. You can only clinch strike. Yeah, 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 theory. So without going through them all, so it's. Things like briefly explain the story behind the creation of the Shotokan logo, just a little bit of harmless Shotokan history. As this goes on, the, the the history expands out a bit further. It becomes slightly less about Shotokan, becomes more about karate, then more about martial arts. So we're sort of starting from the middle. Um, there you go. One of the questions is what's the difference between a choke and a strangle, which is a question that uh, Greg wanted to put in the theory and I think it's a very, very good question. Um, what are the three types of finish? So that's something that will be taught during sort of class material. So very, very, this is something that uh, several friends of ours have sort of pushed us to do with our, our syllabus to to make the theory relevant. So we've been talking about the crappy the, 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 the physical material being relevant it's now making the theory relevant as well yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean that's a lot in that grade for a fourth queue compared again to the one i've just read out that's a big difference and i think for the better well i would say for the better because we came up with it together but i i think that, like you said before the end goal justifies what you put in that syllabus and for us the end goal is to have someone who has a very well-rounded skill set in martial arts and karate as well as knowledge so they need to be able to fight standing up they need to be able to fight within a clinch they need to be able to fight on the ground they need to understand the history of where karate came from etc etc which is why it's all in there so if if your goal is not that then obviously, your syllabus would look different to ours. Um, so, always let the, the goal of what you want your students to be able to do dictate what your syllabus will be.
1: Yeah.
0: You shouldn't have to wait 20, 25, 30 years to start expanding on your knowledge. To start, to start expanding on your knowledge. No. Your knowledge should be expanding from the get-go. And I yeah. think that that's also what's important about this. It's not, like we said earlier, about it's not it's not about taking something and making it harder. It's taking something and saying, right, we've ticked that box. Now let's learn something else. Or maybe take take a basic version of an exercise where we might have stripped something out of it to make it. Doable that grade. Now we're going to add that. So, like I said, about uh, you do you do Kumite uh, go no sen. So, okay, now let's make it sen no sen. You're not you're not making you you're not making it harder. You're changing the exercise so that you're learning a different way to do it. Because you sometimes you have to learn both sides of the same coin to be able mm-hmm. to to be able to to be competent at that drill.
2: Yeah. And and this, again with this, you know, they would have done that. So so that's in the fourth syllabus, right? Then they said that's not the first time they would have done it. Is learning the fourth time. You you know you learn that from day one. Yeah. It might not be your ultimate focus at the time, but there's things you do that you you're learning constantly from day one. You just you're getting tested on it at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it, it's not. You only learn this for this grade. You only learn this for this grade. Which I think, you know, previously, I think kata has a lot to do with that. You know, you must never learn the next kata until you've learned the one you're doing. Which I, I agree with. But, you know, just because it's in a certain grade doesn't mean you never touch it before. Hmm. You know what I mean? You know, like a standing guillotine in the fourth few syllabus. You might learn it. It might be a, the subject of a class on your first day just by chance that you walk in. That's what we're doing today. So you may have seen it years ago. You just haven't been tested on it until this point.
0: Yeah, there's a difference between a grading syllabus and class curriculum.
2: Exactly, yeah. And, and then and the syllabus, the, the gradings, should just be a test of what you train. Yeah. I think we've covered a lot there, haven't we, Sue?
1: Yeah, you've covered loads. Kevin yeah. Sue's so here, everyone. Yeah. I'm just so let you, know. So it's, so it's yeah, here. I am. I'm, I'm. I'm listening. I'm paying attention. So I'm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing. Um, at some point, what. Uh, what the next ones for me are going to look like. And well, I know we Joe might be a bit tight on time there, so.
2: <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm right. Oh, great. So, so oh. Do you want? Should we? Should we go through that one? Then?
0: Well, I'd be very interested to go through what the the first damn one.
2: The yeah, well, f- no, first, first... What grade are you, Sue? Fir- first Q.
1: Yeah, first is my next one.
2: I'm not going to lie, I always think of Sue as a first down. <laughs> I do, I, I have to remind myself. I really do. Points.
1: Well, please, please don't. Please stop that immediately.
2: <laughs> so, first
0: Q. So, this is going to be interesting to compare. So, okay, so I'm going to rush through this. So, uh, pad work. So, this is becoming less about certain combos and just going straight into some rounds. So two two-minute rounds on mitts, two two-minute rounds on shields, uh, and then students' choice of combo. So it's starting to become a little more customizable now. Uh required kata, which is Gion at this grade. Um Bankai, so any three applications from Gion and any two applications from previous kata. So again, some more, some uh, choice there from the student. Uh, tagumi, so demonstrate two takedowns of students choice, and then panel will ask for any technique that they want to see demonstrated. Um, so live drills, so self-defense drill we've talked about before. So there's quite a bit of GU committee in this. So it's all, There's we got standing, sparring, ground sparring and freestyle sparring so again we're creating some restriction and then the last one is all in okay so so again that those two sides of the coin so we're practicing one side which standing upside which is ground and then saying right now doing both Mm -hmm. and let's see let's see what kind of mess that creates okay so the the theory questions are a little more um expanded from karate alone so what are the main sources of influence in okinawan karate so yeah it's about okinawan karate but it's about the martial arts surrounded that or the predecessors of okinawan karate yeah. uh, what are the different combative ranges so it's a little more awareness into um into combative strategies outside of the attacks that you're doing um always like these questions name one founder of okinawan karate in the style they founded I think this is always going to be useful if you're going to be talking about karate history because you're going to be talking to people that don't that might not do Shotokan but they do karate so it's always wise to have an understanding of the inception of Okinawan karate Um, and then some some sort of history questions to try and get people thinking about the literature of karate how many guiding principles were written by Gijin Funakoshi so there's 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 consideration into um 20 there was 21 right 20. no 21 oh was it
2: 21 was it yeah 20 the 21st is conversations on karate is my favorite podcast ever go and listen to it oh of course yeah you missed that one i it's did miss that well one. known it's not I'll well have to, known
0: i'll have to change that one because he did yeah. he did he did say that he did say that 100 percent. yeah <laughs> So that that is so Sue, that is your first Q syllabus.
1: Well it's been nice knowing you guys. Um... Oh shut up, Sue. <laughs> Sue, shut up. Don't don't even start. Don't no, get
2: so Don't scared. It's
0: been... You could do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's um there's it's quite interesting when i think of that there's so much that it's like yeah that's fine and loads that you kind of like genuinely haven't gone near that in like a year and a half there's yeah, going to so, be a lot of yeah, catching up to do like on yeah. groundwork and stuff it's going to be like almost from scratch really in a, in a sense well that's why you're not grading tomorrow <laughs> well, it's, it's not no, I'm just i'm just thinking to myself you know how it's going to play out over the next few months yeah. As well, we all train, kind of like, you, finding the you, spots that we haven't been able to do
0: at all. Well, you know what our stance on grading is. I, that, my my opinion has totally changed on gradings. Is that it's not something you have to do because you're eligible, and it's not something that um, you'll be put through whether you'll pass or not. We're, we're very we're very contemporary about the way we look at gradings. We ask we 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 don't even we don't even ask. Until we know that you have a, a reasonable chance of passing, and only that, and only it's an yeah, invite, it's an invitation. You don't have to do it, and that's something I always try to make clear to people. Partly, I must admit, it's partly to stop people asking me, "Am I grading?" Because that's something that I've been yeah. victim to for many, many years. So I just outright say, if you get a letter, you are grading. If you don't get a letter, you're not. And it's not because. Yeah, it's not for any reason other than I don't want to put you through because I think you will struggle and I don't want you to struggle I want grading to be a formality I want everyone to be aware of what's on the syllabus what you're being examined on and I want you to be competent at it before you've even gone through for the grading some people might disagree but that's their opinion I've been there and I've done it and I didn't like it yeah yeah I agree I agree. So for you, it would be, yeah, we we've not been able to practice a lot of this material, so for you, it is going to be revision. That's it. That's it. It's, it's just going to be Sounds good thing. It's going to be dusting off cobwebs of stuff we haven't been able to do for the past year and a half.
2: And then we'll be talking about it. Yeah. It's going to be fun to get back into. Yeah, sounds. It girls sounds girls like bits. really
1: good syllabuses. Yeah.
2: Syllabi, syllabuses, syllabi, syllab, syllabo, syllabo, syllabubs, syllabubs. Syllabubs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're we're pretty happy with it. We're working on the the, the second to fourth down right now. Um, but we're pretty happy with it, aren't we, Joe?
0: Which is very. It's going to be. We've we've already talked about ideas for it. It's going to be very. Oh, do I say groundbreaking? Do you reckon is it? It's going to be revolutionary. Um, it's going to be a new way of thinking. The second or fourth dance syllabus.
2: I, to be to be fair, I've never seen a, a syllabus like it. I've never seen it. What, I think if you're think, if you're talking about what we discussed on Thursday, yeah, yeah. I've never seen one like that.
0: I think it's going to raise some eyebrows.
2: Yeah, I do. Raise them. I don't give a fuck. Raise your eyebrows at me
1: i tell yeah. you what. So, do a snapshot? How do you on, do that? Hang
0: on. Let me, let me get a bit closer to the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that looks horrifying. There
2: you go. Good. Raised, <laughs> raised, raised eyebrows. Yes. Um, in no, advance. I, I, I've never seen a, a syllabus, a, a, a grading structured in that way that we discussed on Thursday. So, I think it'd be quite interesting but not,
0: but we're not taken away from the point we've already made or the points we've already made. Is it still relevant? It's still useful, but we're saying, well, if you've learned a lot of material that is going to be useful up to first, Dan, then what? And I think this is, this is what this grading is going to be about. It's going to be, what are the skills you need to acquire from now? Is it a harder version of what we've already done? Is it thinking laterally and thinking what what other skills are needed to be able to support what we've learned so far? And this is what the second to 4th yeah. syllabus is going to be about.
2: Well, it's also, it's just, the way I kind of thought about it was, you know, everyone says your journey starts at first, Dan. Your journey. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Your journey starts at first, Dan. What does that mean? Mm. You know, it, like you said, mm-hmm. is your journey just learning more kata? Well, okay. It might be. Is You know, what aspect of karate do you want to dive into? That's what funny you say that... Do you want to study? It's funny you say about kata,
0: because my opinion has changed over the past couple of years that there may be too many shotokan kata.
2: There's 100% too many shotokan kata.
0: Now, I... now. I need to be careful how I say this I'm, I'm not I might reword how I said it. I don't think there's too many shows Kankata. kata. I think there's too many required or crucial shows Kankata. kata. If you're going to practice your karate your whole life, which you should there, there's plenty of kata in Shotokan alone, there's 100%. there's there's, Shur- there, there's kata in other styles. There's obviously the Okinawan versions of the way that we do kata. That's always a very interesting study for anyone that doesn't know. I I study Wado briefly for a year. Took a break from Shotokan, learned Wado, and and uh, oh, there you go. It was a screenshot. Oh, um, wow. And it dreams. was and it was very interesting very difficult but it's very interesting to expand into katas like um kushanku and chinto and the pin hands you know it was it was a it was a big sidestep for me to be able to expand further than just show and be a lot less uh, conservative about karate mm-hmm. and i think that's also going to be the theme without giving too much away that's going to be the theme of the of the second to fourth Dan gradings yeah it's your karate now yeah and we, and I mean you won't be able to tell unless you have a good look at the syllabus but you'll see that we talk a lot about required kata and chosen kata so we've taken we've taken the kata and decided or from, from our best knowledge and our best judgment what is the crucial show kata and what are the nice ones to practice yeah i'm not i'm not gonna uh, disrespect those kata because they might and there might be they might not be as as useful but they are still very nice kata to practice if that's the side of karate that you're interested in And that's the other thing about the second to fourth dance side of our syllabus is it's actually holding the mic up to people and saying, at this point, what is the part of karate that you are interested in? I don't think that's ever been something that people have been asked.
2: Do you want to know where I got the idea from? Go on then. So this is this is my, my geek side coming out. I was listening to an audio book, uh, a Star Wars book, Joe. Okay. Okay, uh, it was called the. Um, hold on, like the Light of the Jedi. Okay, it's fairly new, and what it was talking about was you know oh this this Jedi reaches mastery level or blah blah, blah 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 He's a Jedi Knight. Now go off into the galaxy and find what it means to be to you to be a Jedi. I like that. Yeah, find what being a Jedi means to you. What part of this weird ass religion that you're in where you wield a shiny sword around are you gonna dive into and learn? Do you wanna become someone who looks at the history of the Jedi and, you know, archives all these relics and things like that? Or do you want to be a combat master and teach? You know, that's where I got the idea from. I was like, that's quite now we all know
0: now we all know the the, the Star Wars series is a series of martial art movies. Yeah. We all know that, so we do. There is a, there is a large degree of relevance in that.
2: Well, George Lucas based the first Star Wars on uh, some Japanese samurai films. Indeed, he did.
0: Anyway, and there's a let's there's, not lot, there's, into a, Star there's Star a lot of discussion. there's a lot of evidence to prove that. So there's a lot of principles in Star Wars. So I I, I think you're absolutely right to apply yeah. that apply that to um,
2: our goals basically i just want to be a jedi all right i just want to be able to move things with my mind i know mcdojo life rob if you listen i know you can't move things with your mind but i can right i've done it before i've trained under george dillman george dillman <laughs> gave me five he gave me he gave me a grandmaster rank um, you know, so yeah Sue, are you all right over there? Look, what's going we, going lo- on? we lost Sue. Sue, what, what Sue, are you okay? <laughs> Feeling all right.
1: I just had this um idea of you standing there at a third down grading saying now <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go and study? <laughs> big brown robe and the whole thing, you know, and a big shiny thing.
2: Maybe that's what we should have for our official grading panel attire, <laughs> or Star Wars style kimonos. Yes, and a big. Stick. <laughs> oh no! You've got to bring go those wooden swords in.
1: Which one yes. of you is going to be Big One though?
2: Well, Joe's got a yeah. beard, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, can't be quite gone, Jin. Yeah, you can be quite gone.
2: Thank you. I like quite gone. I do as well i'm sure i'll be yoda ah i don't know i'll come up with someone else ah <sighs> yeah that evolved didn't it
0: but <laughs> i mean your, your point is absolutely right and that yeah without giving too much away about what the all will be revealed soon mm. it's gonna be very very exciting i think it's gonna raise eyebrows but for the but for for in for, for out of interest yeah that the, the people think i'd like to do that grading
2: yeah <laughs> gradings need to be something people look forward to doing i think i think i think that's right i think that's what it
0: should be it shouldn't be about going for the next belt it should be actually it should be fun if you're interested in karate then in theory the grading should be fun shouldn't it Mm-hmm
1: has anyone actually been you know I, I don't i'm not trying to be nosy here but i mean i haven't been thinking about gradings at all since we've been back out it's just been really nice to train
2: that's you know it's been something that is like.
1: irrelevant to me at this point
2: it's, well, I saw joe on that Facebook are, said that exact thing
1: yeah do you get that sense that people are just not fussed right now i mean people are
2: asking aren't they joe there's been a few
0: people that have asked. Well, that, I, that's two different questions, isn't it? Are people asking, or are they fussed? I don't think people are fussed because, on the grand scale of things, it's not. It's not really the issue. I have. I, I, I have had a couple of people asking. I, you know, I'm not, not going to name names, but I've had people that want to try and get back on track and maybe they have circumstances mm. where they're able to train to the full extent of the syllabus and they're looking to grade again i know greg and i have discussed mm. many times about grading over covid not i'm not going to say anything negative about people that have been grading because it, it it you have a syllabus you're working to and people have certain circumstances uh personally for us um I wouldn't want to grade anybody on a fraction of a syllabus. No. Like yeah, like like I said before there's there may be circumstances where you have a family that train together so they are able to go to the full extent of the syllabus and then you can do a yeah, makes sense. Uh, you can do a bespoke grading for them. That's that's your prerogative. Yeah. I ain't got That the makes t- a lot of I, sense
1: in that respect, yeah.
0: There's part of me that thinks I ain't got the time for that. Um, and another part of me is—is is that fair to everybody else? Should should we think that way? Should we should we think that they get that someone's getting an advantage because they're in a family? I don't know. That's that's up for discussion. I mean, my
2: my my point is this, and I've said this before. My point is, if you're training together and you're able to do all this stuff, why are you worried about the belt? Yeah, don't worry about the belt. It makes no difference. Just. Like the belt will come when when you're able to get it. Do you
0: know what I mean? I like I like the grading atmosphere as well. Yeah. I d- I don't think I've ever have I ever been graded on my own. I don't think I have. I oh, have. Yeah. I think I've always been in a grading environment, and I always like. I always liked that, and I always want that from people. You're not you're not graded in front of everybody else. We always pull the shutter across so that it's it's effectively a private grading it just creates less disruption but i I think i'd rather like if i especially if i if i if i had passed i'd like there to be other people there it just creates a a far more joyous occasion so so yeah you've passed shake hand here's your belt off you go and then that's it Mm. it's not so um well, it's just my opinion anyway. It's not it's it's not as good as having a crowd of people there. That rush of joy from a grade in. It's covered a lot there. So what 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 did you think of all that, Sue?
1: I think that sounds really good. It sounds really good. I like um I like that you've got um Keon Wazler up until purple and white. Because I always saw value in that and I've always liked that. I like the, the ability to focus on precision and stance and everything without bringing in hitting a pad I like keeping them as different activities um bringing them together and and then going away and training them I like that I've always enjoyed that and I think some people enjoy that very much so it's good to keep it in definitely I, I love that well, we're bringing um, in groundwork
2: I was gonna say Kihon just because it comes out at 40 doesn't mean you never do it like I do Kihon all the time at home all the time because I've not got someone in front of me hitting a focus, to to hold a focus mitt. So I mean, I'm I'm always, as my girlfriend, I'm constantly shadow boxing, throwing punches and kicks, moving through combinations. I'm always doing it, all the time, which is key on, effectively. I'm doing different combinations so that it has its place all the way through. But we've already made this yeah. point. This, this
0: is a grading yeah. syllabus, not teaching yeah. curriculum. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that you stop practicing it. No. It's just you don't get examined on it. There's yeah. many, many things that I teach that are not in this syllabus. So many of my students will tell you that one thing I love teaching are principal drills. So taking a principle of combat, a principle of bunkai, a principle of, of um, activity, and turning it into a drill it doesn't need to be in the syllabus because it's 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 relevant but it's not directly relevant to um the actual drill mm. so i like doing drills where we we take how to construct bunkai that's something i love doing i think there's far too much emphasis in if someone grabs your lapels you do this off you go whereas i like a lot more fluidity and saying, well, you could do this. If that doesn't work, try this. If there isn't an avenue to do this and you go into this that's all, it's all well a good saying that, but what's the, what's the path I take? Or what's the thought process I go through to achieve that. And it's making a, it, 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 I have drills that we can do or sort of fun activities we can do to expand on that. It doesn't need to be in the syllabus. It's, yeah. just, it's just it's something to expand it it's it, it expands people's minds it's giving people a different way of thinking of the same thing which is something I'm a very big fan of most students know that I'm a big fan of hypotheticals and metaphors trying to get people to think laterally about an exercise it doesn't need to be in the grading syllabus yeah so we need to we need to before we even talk about the syllabus you have to determine you need to understand what what he what is it if you have if you if they well I'll, I'll put this on record now i'm saying this now this is controversial if you are a club that is, that has a grading syllabus that is kihon katakumite and your material in class is only kihon katakumite you need to seriously rethink about what you're teaching. I don't mind saying that on record. I'm saying that right now. If you are only teaching Kihon Kata Kumite, you need to go away and rethink what you're teaching. Seriously.
2: I've said it. It's on record. Yeah, all right. Nice having you on, Joe. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, we'll see you later. Okay. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. No, no, I agree. I mean, the only thing I would add to that is, depending, you know, if your goal is to be good at kateki kate- kate- and kumite, and you make no uh, claims about anything else about being effective at self defense, etc., then carry on. But yeah, otherwise, I agree with you
0: hundred percent. But if you're going to do that, you have to be very clear on what it is you are teaching. <laughs> Yeah. Do not say that you are a self-defense practitioner if you don't teach self-defense. If you are in so teaching karate purely for the technique, the finesse, the performance aspect of karate, that is what you're teaching. It's is, it is like any business. Do not offer something that you don't offer. Don't don't convince people that you're gonna be able to help them defend themselves in a fight. If you if that's not what you're going to teach. Mm-hmm. Now I will add to what I said that if you are teaching only only kids karate, so you're teaching like under eight year olds, then yes, that material is a very good place to start to to so you're not throwing kids into a ring and beating the snot at each other oh, you, why not you are you
1: are <laughs> 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 that's a disappointment for you eh greg huh oh damn it but there has to be
0: <laughs> but then i have an opinion on on this which a lot of people probably wouldn't be very happy with is that they i'm shocked James, it's shocked. <laughs> me controversial um yeah, so but then then what? What happens when they turn nine? Then 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 what? Do you, do you stop teaching them?
2: No, it needs to, I think I've I've thought this for a while. The kids' syllabus needs to be just a, a smaller version of the syllabus you're already doing. So if your if your syllabus is three K for kids, and then all of a sudden it transitions to something else, that you know, kids are going to be confused as hell by that. But I think kids at that age, you could teach them very basic, very safe bunkai
1: or yeah.
0: very safe pad work very safe kumite you know you have to be very careful about what you teach and how you teach it but i think to to only teach martial arts i mean we we we've joked about this before about non contact karate there is no such thing as non contact karate if someone is teaching non contact karate i say take the word karate out of it you're t- you're but teaching is- non-contact.
2: Dance. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dancing. Yeah. Well, Matt Fedest does that. Mm. Matt Fedest does his own Matt Fedest street dance, which actually leads well into what I wanted to announce. Is uh, me and Joe are doing that. We're creating our own street dance class. Um, we've That's got right. um, Somerset Applied Karate Street Dancing That's coming right. up soon. Um, so you can do. You know. Wang Kan to some wonderful music. Um, It's very very pretty. It's very pretty. Very pretty.
0: So, yeah. We lost lost Sue again. So, you're right there. (laughs) I don't know what she's laughing at. I'm a
2: very majestic dancer. I don't know what's funny.
1: That's I fine. I, I, I think you should just say what you're going to do to music again and do it.
2: <laughs> I don't know what I said that was funny, but I don't appreciate this. I put my heart and soul into developing this street dance class, and you're just laughing off. <laughs> <It's> unbelievable. <laughs> really unbelievable!
1: That's okay. I'm very used to disappointing people. It's fine.
2: <laughs> I'll put a dab in there, a bit of a dab, you know. They're the in thing right oh, now aren't Oh dear they? god. I'll put it on a TikTok. <laughs> put it on a TikTok. Uh, yes. Okay. It's going to be something. It's going to be something special. Right. Okay. Anyway, I believe What? You. Yeah. Yeah. Next uh, will be Pilates. I believe that's the next one Matt Frodes does isn't it? i think so yeah yeah he also does a class called how to be an asshole 101 but that's a different story that's invite only only,
1: yes i look forward to that one i'll take out a subscription for that yeah is that everything you wanted to talk about on the syllabus then guys
2: I mean I think we've covered a lot, haven't we?
0: I think I've said enough controversial things for one day.
1: Yeah, is that your limit?
2: Oh no, I could keep going, but <laughs> Pro- probably should
1: Maybe I'll try to cut down, you know, just for a day.
2: You yeah, yeah. wanna leave you know like um you know like at the end of like movie trailers lately there's always like the title card and then there's one last scene, like a stinger scene. That you go like, Oh god, I really wanna see that now. Give us a controversial statement just the statement with no explanation or right. people will go oh my god we need to we need to listen to the next time joe's on to Ooh. hear him talk about this okay doesn't have to be about karate it can be about anything no i want to make it about karate okay judge your instructor judge your instructor Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Should we leave it there? Yeah, judge your instructor. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, next okay. time you come on, we will talk about that.
1: Is it okay to judge your instructor?
2: That's the next the next topic when Joe comes back.
1: Awesome. It's so it shall be.
2: So it shall be. By the way, I want to, you can keep, ah, well, we can leave this in. I'm going to keep the Joe and Ken thing going. So Joe, if you don't mind, when we put a picture up on Instagram for this, I'm going to replace the snapshot that Sue took with one of Ken. (laughs) And just have that on there. So it's, and then I'll have you on the next one. I mean, if you want to,
0: if you want an easy way of telling us apart, he has a much nicer voice than I do
2: he's got a wonderful voice hasn't he really nice voice i tell you what sometimes i put on ken's channel and it's just so relaxing he featured us by the way that's one thing i wanted to say give a shout he featured us on shirts and patches he bought he bought a couple of our shirts um i've worked we've done something together i've done something for ken and he's working on finishing it up so hopefully that will be done soon so if you stick um, on if, if you stick on conversation on karate and some bald
0: bearded guy comes on going hey how's it going guys All right that, that that's me <laughs> that's
2: that,
0: Joe that, that's me that if it's, do you know I, I was going to do an impression of Ken but I can't because I I can't do it justice
2: no he's got a very nice voice I like just Ken's voice.
0: listen 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 to um listen to the episode where he's on I mean his it's it's like it's like listening to a bowl of honey and yogurt it's very nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is It oh, is An American it. American bowl of honey and yoghurt it's it's, oh. it's it's luscious A bowl of honey and yoghurt
0: <laughs> Other than that we are exactly the same
2: You, you are the same person Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're the same person
0: <laughs> Yes
2: so
1: If honey and yoghurt What are you?
0: I'm a I'm a container of gravel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a bit harsh, but alright. Big old bucket of gravel, just hey, is you gonna, oh, yeah. sometimes you don't even understand
2: what I'm saying.
1: Oh, good lord!
2: We need to do a course. Should we together. do. Should we do an episode in that? Oh, no, hundred percent. like you. And, yeah, Ken. Ken needs to come over. Yeah. Uh, we, what or I wanna, what or I we need to go there. Where's Where's where he? Where's he based? Uh, i'm not sure where exactly in america he is it's Somewhere wisconsin in isn't it, is is it wisconsin? Wisconsin? yeah we need to, we need to... Course, I, would, I would just i would like him to come over just so what we could do is have him walk in and just start teaching with no explanation whatsoever yeah. What, in, what in our yeah. yeah just say oh we're doing a yeah. this weekend guys oh, i'll be great and just have ken just walk it and just be like, right, guys, so today what we're going to do is we're going to do this. And just everyone would be like, what the fuck is good? What's going on? And just have you, like, in the in the cupboard or something, hiding away. And I, I would not bat an eyelid. I wouldn't address it. Like, if he came he was like, Greg, can I borrow you for something? I'd be like, yes, Joe, of course. And we just wouldn't bat an eyelid for the first sort of 15, 20 minutes and see how long it takes people to go mad.
1: Oh I tell you what he could do, he could step into the kitchen to get a glass of water after twenty oh, minutes and then, then Joe, Joe, could out. Out. <laughs> Joe could come out. Joe could come out. That would be hilarious. As as I was saying. Um, as I was saying let's switch it up a bit let's do something else and then 20 minutes later he steps out to get another glass of water and then oh Ken if you're listening if you're listening Ken
2: as soon as travel is allowed please you you need to come we've got to do that that would be hilarious (laughs) and
1: And could we make it really big like do a big seminar or something (laughs) we have a plan make yeah Good plan.
0: That's a good plan. Good plan. Oh, that would be funny. On that note, I better go and teach some karate. Yeah, you go have fun. Yeah. You gotta go. I gotta go and teach people how not to get punched in the face whilst learning how to punch people in the face. Sounds fun. Brilliant.
1: It does sound going,
0: fun. I'm going to go and work out. Sounds good. All right then guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me thank on. Thank you very much nice for, coming on, for coming on. Nice to chat with you guys again.
2: You too. Um and yeah We will see you Thank this Looking
1: forward to the syllabus
2: Yes Good You should be <laughs> So you should be Awesome Right well Take it easy Joe oh, Nice to see Have you Have a guys. great day Cheers Joe See you soon Bye, Bye. Bye.